Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Beyond Sunday. We have the discipleship team back with us again today to discuss the cure for groups. We're continuing our discussion from the previous episode. We talked about uh, why why groups are important and the goals for groups. So we're going to pick back up in our conversation. We talked last time uh, about the destination. What are the goals for our groups? And a little bit about leading with intentionality and vulnerability. And so we're going to pick back up with that discussion today. So with me here is Aaron Zachary, Kevin, Dustin, Casey, and myself. So we talked about how, first of all, the health of a leader is a must. Um, The way that a group goes is based on the leader. Mm -hmm. Um, So a leader who is comfortable in their own skin um, and and is a is a pretty much a requirement. Um, But being vulnerable is it it can be hard, but also worth it. So how can we? First of all, let's just kind of toss around some ideas. Mm -hmm. What is leading with intentionality and vulnerability? Well, the, the first thing when I read that really stood out in the book, uh, just just for me about this intentionality piece, and then uh, also the vulnerability uh, that it really takes to be a leader is that uh, the vulnerability takes risks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Scary. I think yeah, and I think that's especially true when you are leading the group because you you feel this pressure. You have this seat of of influence. You feel this pressure that oh, I have this seat of importance. And so to take the risk of being vulnerable with your group as a leader, uh, you know, that's a that's a difficult step to take. Right? Yeah. And leadership requires that risk in, in anything, not just leading a group, but in anything. Mm-hmm. And and so with that risk and with that vulnerability, there does come hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, we've, we've read all sorts of leadership books that talk about the pain of, of being a leader mm-hmm. and that there is real pain. And, and I've experienced some of it as a leader in other organizations. Some of it would felt like betrayal mm-hmm. um, or somebody taking what I said out of context yeah. or somebody taking what I said and going and sharing it with other people when I was really vulnerable. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, so there is risk, but on the flip side of that, there is so much reward in mm-hmm. that that I think it's one yeah. of those things that's definitely, it's going to happen, but it's definitely worth the risk if yes. you'll if you'll go ahead and put yourself out there. Yeah. And that's that's great. We, so what we want to do here is encourage vulnerability in our leaders. Yeah. Uh, we've all been in that in that spot yes. of leading groups or leading ministries. And so we've had to do that ourselves. Yes. And so we want to encourage our our leaders, our small group leaders in particular, um, to do that as well because the risk is the reward is definitely worth the risk. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I, you know, there was one time, it was 2014, I led a uh, men's group, and it was my first really group environment where I encouraged all the, the participants to share their stories, but I felt I had to go first. Yeah, you know? leaders so, go first. And it was, it was like I, I didn't have to, I just had to initiate on that l- launch night of sharing some of my story, and then we're going to all come back together, and then we're going to uh, share all each of our stories. I just shared a little bit at, at one time. And so I remember I, I made the comment that, uh, that you know, one of the things that I struggle with is this sense that I don't have it all together. Mm-hmm. 
And I shared that with the group. And I said, sometimes it feels like I'm just, I don't know, Bush League. And I said that <laughs> comment. <laughs> I used that comment, Bush League. And I don't even know if all the guys knew what it meant. But after I defined it as, oh, I don't have it all together, they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Bush League meaning, like, not the major league. Like, I feel like I'm just running things at a Bush League level. Yeah. So they joked about that with me for the rest of the <laughs> semester. At first, it was almost like, oh, he's... He's like admitting this, and I don't know if I'm too comfortable with it at first, but then it started to become this joke in the group, and the more that they joked about it, <laughs> you know, with each other, yeah. the more I felt comfortable <laughs> with it, and I think it made it gave them kind of permission to to do the same. Mm-hmm. Permission, that's for awesome. sure. Yeah. That's great. The <clears throat> Bush League, that's like sleeved in, in humility, right? <laughs> the leader has to go first type thing uh, in humility, and Robbie right. actually points to it in the chapter. I love it. He says, in inside of a story, vulnerability is the secret sauce. Yeah, you know, to the to the oh, groups, and so the leaders really have to go first in that. You know, and I think too, I think we have to let go of this whole thing, choosing humility. We have to let go of this fake it till you make it thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and and really just be authentic with our with our people inside the group. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I, as we have this conversation, we probably should take just a little step backwards and say because we are assuming a lot. We are assume, we're not just interested in having groups that pass on information. This, right. We're talking about groups that are transformational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can all, yeah. like you can lead a group where you just pump information and you pass on knowledge and you never have to be vulnerable at all. Mm-hmm. But what we're talking about in this, in this whole podcast series and this training for this semester for group leaders is, is having transformational groups where that relationship matters. Mm-hmm. And that relationship doesn't matter until it's trustworthy, until mm-hmm. you can trust the people and they can trust you. So we're assuming that every leader that hears this yeah. wants to have a transformational group, wants to have an incredible group. And then yes. they're, they're, that makes sense. If you just hear that we want you to, to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and you're not really interested in that kind of group, then right. this may not make a whole lot of sense. Yep. But yeah. we assume based on on what groups are all about here at Bethlehem Church. They're about this relationship and this connecting and doing life together and following mm-hmm. Jesus together that yes. everybody wants, our group leaders, we want to have that kind of group. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And we especially want to encourage those that have never done that before, um, mm-hmm. that maybe this is your first time leading a group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think there's maybe a misconception or a myth that in order to be a group leader, maybe you're listening to this and you're you're thinking about maybe maybe I'd like to be a group leader next semester, yeah. maybe. Um, but but there's that fear of I have to be perfect. Yeah. I have to mm-hmm. I, I, you know I've got to have to wait until I'm ready or, oh, yeah. or perfect. Yeah. And perfectionism will keep you from <laughs> doing anything. Mm-hmm. And you you think you have to be ready or perfect before you can jump out there. But we we've all failed. We've all felt. Like we were bush league mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> maybe even right now. So we all we all have experienced that in in some form or another. But you just have to you have to push through it. Yeah. So yeah. that's you know just some 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 advice for any leaders out there that are listening to this and and thinking maybe hey that maybe maybe that's me. And I would say that some of the best leaders uh, are leaders who are just stepping into to leadership and are okay with. You know, not having it all together. Not being mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. You know, they realize that, hey, I'm not an expert on group leadership or teaching or anything like that, but um, but I'm just going to come at this thing and I'm gonna, I'm going to be comfortable with who I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask good you know good questions, and I'm gonna you know 
I'm going to be real with my own story mm-hmm. and open this thing up, and and uh, I think really good things can happen. As a yeah, one of my favorite groups that I was a part of, the leader started out sharing her story and just what she's gone through, what the Lord's done in her life, but then it also allowed us that trust piece. Like, I trusted her because she was so honest, and she yes. didn't come and act like she had it all together. So now that I'm leading groups, like, my biggest thing is for the ladies or women or girls in my group to know— hey, it's okay to come and you don't want to be here or you had a bad day and I want to hear about it or come in and say, I didn't do the study this week, but I want to talk about it Mm. still. Like that is a big thing that um, there's some weeks I don't want to go to small group um, and just being honest with people. Like I had a rough day and it was hard for me to get here, but I'm here because I care and I want to be intentional and I want to be vulnerable and know that I can trust you and rely on you, but you can also trust me to know I'm not going to fake it till I make it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. And so that yeah. was the coolest thing for me, and that was back in middle school, and that has stuck with me all the way through because she was so honest and open with us, and so I was honest and open with her. So mm-hmm. she's the type of leader I want to be now. Yeah. So. I, I really think, good. too, like those moments of trying to like slow you down, mm-hmm. there's something you, you know, when you as a leader, you have that moment where you can kind of break through that, and yeah. you say, I'm showing up anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm doing yeah. it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because mm-hmm. that night, that time mm-hmm. in the group is usually when you see breakthrough that night, oh, too. Yeah. Like they're you know, knowing, right. I don't want to be here. I complained all the way here yeah. to Dylan <laughs> saying I didn't want to be here. Um, but then there's those nights that people are like, I didn't want to be here either. Or yeah. this is what's going on this week. And I just haven't read my Bible this week. And so you never know how the Lord's going to use your yeah. not wanting to be there right. <laughs> or whatever it is, just yeah. the honesty. I think that's the intentional side of it Yes, yeah. in addition to the yeah. vulnerability. Yeah. And it does feel like you're giving permission for people to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I've never had a time where I was vulnerable with a group and shared some, you know, shared my story or shared some failures or something that I struggled with and had somebody choke on their coffee because they were that shocked. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. People really know. Mm-hmm. And w- when we sh- share our faults and some of the things that we're struggling with, and we are all struggling with things, yeah. mm-hmm. it does give permission, like you talked about earlier, mm-hmm. Aaron, yeah. um, to really just open up and realize this is a safe place to talk about who I really am and not just perform. Mm-hmm. we got plenty of performers in the world yes. today. We don't need any more. Yeah. We need real mm-hmm. and authentic is yeah. what we need. And then by us doing that, we're modeling that, and it gives them permission to to be authentic yeah. as well. And so, for them to see, sorry, right. for us to, or the people in our group to see, like, we're still growing too. We're not to a level that we're right. past 100%. growth. Yep. There's areas that I need to work on, and for them to know, like, hey, this is an area I struggle with, but I'm working on it, and, like, allowing the Lord to do that work. Yeah. Like, they can feel that too, like, okay, I'm not as strong in this thing, but we're going to help each other and hold each other accountable to each grow together in yes. our different areas, which yeah. I think that's important to let them know too. So practically speaking, it seems like we've hit on this a couple of times. A way to start, I guess, if you were if we were saying, "Hey, put yourself out there, be mm-hmm. vulnerable, mm-hmm. be intentional about it," would be just mm-hmm. to share your story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think even mentioned in in the cure for groups in the book towards the end of that chapter, it's chapter two, that they talk about um, going on maybe a retreat yeah. and just sharing, letting letting you share your story, but let other people in your group share their story as well. I think that's a great practical step to take. Just start yeah. listening to stories and really listen. Yeah. You're not there to give input or advice. Just You're just listening and you thank them for being open and honest and ask for other people to share. Yeah. So, I mean, even on a, on a launch night, on a, on a first night, first night, I would say of a group semester would be getting to know each other, yeah. getting comfortable oh, yeah. around each other. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, if maybe the very next gathering, you share a little bit of your story and you don't have to share all of it at that, that one time, but just to Hey, we want to let you know, uh, you know, a, a little bit about us, yeah. And and you know, uh, share a little bit of that, and then uh, and we want and we want during the semester for you to be have the opportunity to do that as well, right? And so, uh, 
it's not a it's, it's not a thing where you got to bring the whole wagon, right? right. You, you know, you you, <laughs> you bring the whole wagon too soon, and it's not yeah. going to be helpful. <laughs> that might derail. Right. Nobody comes room. back the next week. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, or at least that's, that's right. our fear. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, and you know, if okay, so uh, re- relationships are all hinged on on trust and building trust. Yes. And trust just takes time. That's, that's right. right. So if we try to, you know, it's that whole crock pot versus microwave mentality. Like if mm-hmm. we try to go at it and make mm-hmm. something spectacular happen and overnight first meeting second meeting mm-hmm. yeah it just takes time it's that commitment yes over right. and over yeah. and the whole point too dustin that's really good the whole point of the transparency leading with transparency vulnerability intentionality is that we're trying to establish connection we're trying yeah. to establish yeah. friendship so mm-hmm. aaron in our last podcast you you explained that so well how leading with vulnerability it takes us from the from that place of acquaintances mm-hmm. to deep friendships yeah. So talk a little bit more about that or how you've seen that and, and how these deep friendships play such an important role in our lives mm-hmm. as Christ followers, how they're necessary yeah. for our spiritual formation. Yeah. So uh, when I think about a deep friendship, I think about a friendship uh, that is free from wearing a mask. You know, um, Brenda Manning talked about this a lot in the books that, that, that he wrote about mask wearing mm. and, uh, you know, there's a book called Abba's Child that, mm-hmm. that really dives into that a lot. And so um, we uh, we protect ourselves by not being the true version of us. We want to be professionals about different topics and uh, or just uh, professionals as a group leader. And I think that the uh, the group will inevitably feed off that, you know, of this wearing, the, uh, you know, wear, wearing mask. Yeah. And we'll, we'll never get past that. So we'll always try to... Uh, maintain this image, and it never stops there. It just continues to go deeper. Mm. If you wear if you wear a mask once, usually it doesn't stop there. It just continues to go deeper because you got to maintain uh, this image as something. Um, and you could have, you know, you, you could have parts of that good things, right? As a as a leader, you could be a great teacher, but if you try to maintain the image in a group setting of being a great uh, a great teacher, then that's the that's going to be your aim and your focus all the time, and that's. I think people will feed off that. I think people feed off that. And I'm not saying there's not environments in group settings right. where teaching is is used and valued and good. Right. That is definitely a gifting for a group leader. Um, but that's, that's not always the point or the goal. But I don't yeah. think that's always the goal, and especially yeah. within a small group, right? Yeah. Um, especially in a small group setting. In a group we led recently, we had uh, we were trying. Darla and I were trying to be vulnerable with some people, and it, what it led to was uh, one of the the young men calling me one night and struggling with something at work. And I was so honored that he would call and express and just ask questions. Um, but it didn't come because we just passed on information and we just mm-hmm. taught. It came because there was it was a trustworthy moment where we had shared some of the same struggles, and it gave him permission to. He just didn't want to do it in the group yet, mm-hmm. yeah. but he was able to have somebody to call yeah. and feel like he could talk to about that, and that's part of the goal. And that that is uh, that's not something that um, we take lightly. That's something that God uses groups. He uses that to help us grow in our relationship right. with Jesus, and that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. that we would yeah. all grow to a new place. Right, yeah. and I've yeah. I've never seen Kevin. You kind of alluded to this earlier that I've never seen that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it has backfired, but most of the time when you step up, when you take that risk and, and step out and be brave or, you know, courageous and take off, take off your masks, it, it's, it always 
it's it's always worth it, you know. It's always good, and I think it's always freeing, you know, for us. Um, I just think about this: if I try to pretend like I'm a great uh, mathematician, I want everybody to, to think. <laughs> which, by the way, I am. I've always been horrible at math. It's I probably, thought you were going to say it's I probably, am. It's probably the one thing that gives it, it makes me feel like. That I'm bushly back from the day, right? I fa- I was I was always like behind in math. Okay, yeah, probably one I of the things. I know this feeling. I know this. <laughs> you know. This? Oh. <laughs> but if I try to uh, make myself uh, seem like I'm a great mathematician, um, which I'm not, then I'm going to always be in that pursuit, mm-hmm. and I'm always going to be afraid that people are going to find out. Oh, I don't really know as much uh, as I'm le- as I'm leading on, right? And so I'm always going to be trying to press in on. Uh, on making people seem like I'm just good at math, which which I'll never catch up to that, right? That'll, that'll right. be my that'll be my focus, and I think the same way with uh, with being uh, having this image that that we are uh, we just get it all together as group leaders. We've got mm-hmm. the answers. Come to us, you know, because um, we know but, we know it all. <laughs> we know it all. Right? <laughs> Far from that. <laughs> and that, and that's hard. That's really hard to maintain. Yeah. So in that chapter, he talked about, he gave a great list of seven attributes of exceptional leaders. I'd love to just to have a little yeah. discussion about maybe the ones that stuck out to you. The first one was model vulnerability. The second one was follow feelings, which leads to connection. The third one is ask questions. The fourth one was speak less. The fifth one was serve people in the group. The sixth was lead with intentionality. And seventh was pray. So as we list those out, any of them stand out to you guys? For me, I'm going to jump in. Mm. So we've talked about modeling vulnerability, but the second one, following feelings. <laughs> that, y'all know me. I'm a feeler. I, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal to me. And so, and I know some of you may be listening to this and you're thinking, follow my feelings. Ew, gross. If you're not a feeler, maybe that's kind of like scary or maybe a little repulsive to, to some of you. But following feelings helps us build relationships and it helps us, you know, lead to connection. And so that's where I think that that can be scary. And obviously, we don't want to follow every feeling um, because some feelings are ridiculous. But but as, as as far as like a group leader goes or connections and developing relationships, they're really important because you build relationships through feelings, not always through head knowledge. You know, it's kind of a both and, and, and they're really important. So. Really so we follow them and then we allow, you know, because we're feeling what we feel, but then we allow other people to. Yes. Follow their feelings, mm-hmm. and we allow them to. We can't fix it, but we at least allow them to feel yeah. what they express their feelings. Yes, and, and give them times, space for that. Yeah, there's not mm-hmm. another safe place for them to do that. Right, and mm-hmm. especially in a men's group. Um, if you get to a point where someone yeah. says, "Here's what I'm feeling right now," and mm-hmm. I'm, it, you you just open up a door where they're actually wrestling with something that that God's been doing, and they just gave you permission to help them mm-hmm. wrestle that. Yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. The one that that. I struggle with is um, speak less. <laughs> and mm. even in our discipleship meetings that we have every week, sometimes I sit there and go, okay, stop talking. And thinking about groups that I've led, it's been the same sometimes where I have gotten to the end and, and just thought, you know, I could have just popped the question and listened. Mm. And be okay. if I'm going to speak less, I have to be okay with silence. The awkward yeah. silence. The awkward silence. That's what gets yeah. me too. <laughs> yeah, that's hard for mm. me. Well, and if we have that teacher bent too, like if you like to, you know, to teach, then you you do yeah. want to kind of jump into that teacher yeah. mode instead of 
asking questions and listening, yeah. which like, is really hard. Like, this is my chance. I'm going to teach, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. My encouragement is definitely to re- reject the urge uh, to try to just, you know, come across as the scholar, yeah. the deep the theologian. Professor. Like, re- reject those those urges. For me, the, the third one, ask questions, stood out to me. Mm. Um, because I, I, I do, it's always good as a leader. Right, if leaders are learners, if leaders go first, then leaders are prepared. We're prepared for the group. Yeah. Uh, but um, one of my favorite things in a group setting is to see the leader asking questions. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. it puts the leader in a position now to have to listen. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. not just that the leader is trying to teach these huge principles or this one big takeaway. It's asking the right questions, so they now have to listen. And facilitate that. And and what he's saying here is hmm. the power of the second question. Mm-hmm. Go further yeah. and just see what happens. When you're asking questions, it gives everybody else what you're saying, Kevin. It gives them the opportunity to speak now. Yeah. And it puts us in a position of, of listening. And then and then we're inviting the Lord here, like, Lord, show me what you want, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this in in these moments, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, ask questions and listen. That's yeah. great. I think think for me, the the serve people in your group, like it's much further than just like your weekly Mm. meetings. It's serving Mm -hmm. them and how you, and that it connects with the prayer piece too. Um, But it's much further than that. Like if someone is sick or they lost someone in their family, like the small group is able to to jump in and do that. And the leaders lead that initiative. And it's asking other people in the group to, whether it's getting money or taking food or whatever it is, coming together and serving them because... They're joining a group for that community and those relationships, and they may not get that anywhere else. And so that's yeah. something on my heart every time mm. is how can I serve them even deeper than just the weekly meetings or gatherings? Yeah, and that's always uh, something that we, uh, you know, as a church that I love that we offer those opportunities to all of the groups, mm-hmm. that there's always uh, opportunities, community mm-hmm. service yeah. projects that they can yeah. jump in and serve together as a group, which is a really great way mm-hmm. to build mm-hmm. a connection mm-hmm. with your team. Mm-hmm. When you serve together like that, yeah. it really does build okay. deep, deep friendships. Yeah, I guess that would be a really good question that you can ask the group. Is there any need that that you have in your life right now that this group can meet mm-hmm. that would be a really good mm-hmm. question to, to throw out there to a group um and i'm convicted about uh the same the same thing mm-hmm. within leading groups do i say that enough do i right. do i let everybody feel like they can come to the table mm-hmm. with a need especially um, when they are vulnerable and they yes. come with a need it's like okay how are we going to fulfill this or help them in that mm-hmm. i think it's so important yeah that's yeah. very good very good one thing that I, you know also, you know, when you said speak less, I just got to thinking, uh, as a group leader, you'll you'll never uh, hear somebody say that's a participant in a group that, man, my my leader just didn't say enough and just <laughs> listened all the time. Like, <laughs> Number one complaint, right? Never. <laughs> like that's so, and I've and I've I've been there to be the person to script it all out, you know. Yeah. And to, to, to make sure that I'm going to say all the right things and then know at the very end that everybody left exhausted because I talked too much. I've been there. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, let, but, you know, listening will go such a long way, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Listening with good questions. And, and I think a lot of our, uh, our leaders have found that out, you mm-hmm. know, I, even here in the podcast uh, with the group yeah. leaders from last semester. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the moment that they became you know, comfortable in their own skin or, 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 you know, feel at peace with themselves in the, in the, in the group environment, 
you know, was the moment they, uh, they, they, know, they knew they didn't have all the answers and that they could come to the table and uh, be themselves with some good questions. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's really good. That's good. And all those things foster and, and take relationships to a new level. And we're going to talk about that in our next podcast. Yeah. Actually talk mm-hmm. about relationship healers and relationship killers. Um, and one more thing on this vulnerability piece, mm-hmm. that as you are looking for ways to care for others, one way you can be vulnerable is by, if you need help, asking them to care for you mm-hmm. because that's part of their role. That's part of the discipleship process that not only are we cared for, but we learn to care for others. So that's that's hard for mm-hmm. me to ask mm-hmm. for help sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and a simple way to do it, that last mm. thing on there, the number seven for Ooh. exceptional leaders is pray. Yeah. And that's an easy way to yeah. do it. As we take yeah. prayer requests yes. for our groups, yeah. don't think that you're just writing down their request. In that's fact, right. lead the way and say, here's, I've got an important meeting this week, or here's something I'm struggling with my children. Could you just pray and, and ask them to pray for you um, and make yourself vulnerable that way? And it'll pay dividends down the road mm-hmm. uh, as you guys develop those relationships. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Very good. Well, Thanks so much for listening and for joining in with us for this episode. Stay tuned for chapter three. We will be back and in just a little bit and we'll talk about chapter three. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.